I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Trevor Anderson. Hey, what's going on, guys? Trevor is from the Charts team. Uh, he is a, a veteran of many uh, a podcast, Periscope, Facebook Live. Periscope, uh, but this is yeah. his first yeah, throwback, throwback yeah. Thursday to the Periscope days. Um, but this is first must hear music podcast, so welcome. Thanks, Thanks for man. coming aboard. Of course, uh, I guess I'm filling in for Lindsay this week, so yeah. big big shoes to fill. She's got pretty small feet. Size, size six, maybe, but I'll make yeah. it work. <laughs> size six. Let's tweet at her. Let's find that out. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So let I guess let's start out with with this song that I uh, just dropped. It's um. I think this is the the no brainer to start off oh, the podcast with. Oh, oh. Um, You'll get used to Joe's puns. Like there's I know no... that was an well, exceptionally I, I bad one. I work with one. Gary, so you know oh, I'm, I'm yeah, well versed. That's, yeah. that's very yeah, true. Shout out to Gary Trust, uh, <laughs> Billboard charts team pun greatest of all time champion. Wow. Um, anyway, so uh, last summer was uh, DJ Khaled. Justin Bieber, Lil Wayne, uh, Quavo, and Chance the Rapper had a song called I'm the One. It went to number one for one week, yeah, two weeks. just one. Um, DJ Khaled was on our cover. It's true. That's fun. Um, and now they're back, minus Lil Wayne. Yeah. Uh, I guess he was busy. Maybe he had his phone on silent. I don't know. Maybe but... it's like kind of like The Bachelor, and DJ Khaled had like three roses this time. Right. And Wheezy didn't and, make the cut yeah. this time. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Very know. possible. It's always next time. <laughs> Very possible. Yeah. So like next year, who gets the cut? Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that's a yeah. yeah, we'll see. <laughs> anyways. 2019. Um, so to, so anyway, so they they have a new song out, they meaning uh DJ Khaled featuring Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, Quavo. Uh it's called No Brainer. Um I okay, so it just came out. Zane Lowe debuted it on Beats One. Yep. Uh, I enjoyed it. Like I thought, yeah, I you like know. It. I mean, I'll be honest. Like the first one that they all did together was, I would consider it a pretty slight song, but like super enjoyable radio background fare. Um, this is kind of the same to me. I I like it. I'm not gonna like seek it out, but am I gonna be okay with this playing incessantly for the rest of the summer, which is sadly winding down? Like, yeah, I'll be fine with yeah. that. My my thing is I, I like the fact that it seems like Bieber does a little bit more of the heavy lifting on this one. Yeah. Because with I'm the one, he he only does the hook. Like right. he does there's three rap verses and there's DJ Khaled yelling. 
and there's a Bieber hook. Um, and I, I like the fact that they give him a little bit more to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it mixes it up a little bit. And um, yeah, this sound like I, 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 as soon as I heard this, I, I tweeted that like if if DJ Khaled wants to release a summer single uh, with a Justin Bieber hook for 15 straight years, I would be fine with that. Like that, that'd be great. How old would Bieber be at that point? He'd be probably 40. Somewhere I don't know if I'm there. okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> or not for how old is he now? 23? Uh, uh, 24. 24. Yeah. So he'd be yeah. 39. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think about it? Uh, I'm kind of the same camp. Like I, it was a little too close to I'm the one where I felt like, okay, this is, you know, we got the same crew together. We made the same yeah. song more or less. Yeah. I, I do agree that I did like that Bieber had more to do. I guess that's mm-hmm. why little Wayne had to get the cut because it <laughs> couldn't be a seven minute song. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I think overall it's like, it's, gosh, what do I think overall? <laughs> I do uh, wish, to, to interrupt, I wish that it had come out a little bit earlier in the summer. It feels like such a, like a, uh, I was going to say, maybe. I literally was going to say a no-brainer oh God, summer single, yeah. but, you know, it's late July, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, obviously Quavo is hugely busy right now, I guess with Chance and his new songs yeah. coming out, maybe just the timing was... Justin Bieber yeah. getting engaged and everything. I guess yeah. the timing may have been a little weird. Maybe it was that they were waiting for Lil Wayne. Like they were ready at the top of the summer. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Wayne kept being like, I got this. Don't worry, guys. And he just kept oh, pushing it back. And he eventually was... they were like, God damn it, Wheezy. Like, we're just we're gonna drop this. Lil song. Wayne was like the me, like when it comes to must hear music where you and Lindsay yeah. are like, Oh, and I'm like, twenty minutes, guys. Don't like, worry. I just need another five minutes. Just I'm just gonna go minutes. grab a snack. Yeah. Like that was Lil Wayne's last text. He was like, I just need to grab a snack and, and I'll then... be right in the studio. And and they were like, we're done. Oh, well. Um, No brainer. Might as well be called no wainer, right? right. (laughs) Did you really? Like, wow. That's quick. Uh, Do you think it's a hit? You think it's hit song? um, This is going to be huge. I see top five, maybe. Definitely top ten, maybe top five. That's my prediction. I, I do not see this going number one at all. Ooh, I guess we'll call it. The, uh, okay, Jason obviously feels like it it does. Well, I you know, you're the charts guy and and uh I think in my feelings has like a huge lead right now, but I yeah, think I mean, event, like in the next 2 months, I could definitely see this going number 1. It's just yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll be around. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. obviously the first Bieber sound we've heard really since Despacito, everyone will be all for, but uh yeah. I kind of wish it had moved moved the needle a little bit for for somebody, but yeah. Oh well, there we go. All right, well let's listen to a bit of it. It's uh, DJ Khaled's "No Brainer" featuring Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, Quavo. She trying to choose between me, Justin Quay and the sword. She told me that she learned that I make music for God. I told her I would let her see that blood. You speak out of the crowd, baby. It's a no brainer. It ain't the hard to choose. Him and me be for real, baby. It's a no brainer. You got your mind on loose. Go hard and watch the sun rise. One night it change your whole life. That was uh, no brainer. Um, before we move on, I was just—it's—I was realizing it's like, literally, it's just three years now since the last Justin Bieber album. Purpose. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, like, about to be. It doesn't seem like that. I mean, because he's had so—you know—obviously, Despacito was like dominant, and then he's had all those other scattered yeah, hits I'm the with one people. And DJ Snake and mm-hmm. uh, Cold Water and yeah, yeah. So, I right. know this is actually like. 2018's been his quietest year in what since maybe 2014. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, 
Now we got this at but least. God, what does that next Bieber record sound like? That's the thing. Like, it just it's I'm gonna sound like a Post ex- Malone record. I feel no. like it's gonna be like a. No, I think it's gonna be like all moody and. It's dark. gonna be him and you see his Instagram. He's hanging with Post nonstop. I feel like it's gonna be like a. It'll be like Watch the Throne with Bieber and Post Malone. This is this is not based on any like Intel. I'm just saying, just based on his Instagram. Like I could a hundred percent see that happening. If they did release an album and it was literally called Watch the Throne 2, that would just the audacity <laughs> of that. Wow. Oh, boy. All right. What's next? Let's move along. Um, let, all right. Let's talk about uh, Trevor, one of your picks. Uh, Macy Gray. Okay. Let me go wow. straight to Macy. Uh, okay. Yeah. We are making a big move. New I'm Macy Gray. To, yeah, song is called Sugar Daddy. This. Okay, uh, yeah, so... And uh, sh- hit me, Trevor. All right, so Sugar Daddy is uh, the new Macy Gray track. If you, uh, when you hear it, um, as Joe kind of instantly realized, it sounds a lot like Megan Trainer, probably because it was co-written with Megan Trainer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That, the first thing when I was listening to it, I was like, why does this sound so much like Megan Trainer?" <laughs> and I was like, oh, she wrote it. Because it's got, like, uh, obviously, with, it's got sort of the trainerism where it takes sort of this one concept and, mm-hmm. and really arcs it around the whole sugar yeah. daddy there's like lines about you know candy and sweet and mm-hmm. sugar and it's like i mean it's almost like if, if this were a megan trainer song you could see like the video really is like a Katy perry kind of like confectionery yeah in that sort of teenage dream era like with, uh, Cal- i think uh what was california girls had like all the lollipops yeah. and the cream and everything it totally and, like that. has that same image i personally think though with macy like uh it taps into a, a good market of like it's on the adult R&B chart, so it, mm. it it's there's like an adult core audience that I think like when you shift it from Megan Trainor sort of as a teeny boppy kind of song, yeah. and you give it sort of that feel with Macy that I think it adds like a like like so a, a little bit of weight, a little gravity. Mm. Like there are plenty of people who like I could see getting ready for like you know like thirty year old or whatever going out to like the club, like just getting feeling good, getting dressed daddies. up, like feeling yeah. like yeah, just like feel, feeling themselves with this song. So I think it's a good lesson in particular in like. You know, if Megan Trainer had put out this song, it might have been like a little character, a little parody. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Yeah. But I feel like with someone like Macy, it adds a little, little spice, little variety <laughs> to it. Yeah, I like, I liked this a lot more, and I didn't know about the Megan Trainer uh, collaboration, but I, I actually really enjoy this. And and you know, obviously, as as a as a card carrying owner of Macy Gray's "On How Life Is" featuring. Yes, uh, I try and do something. Vintage, and, and several really good songs. Um, you know, she's she spent uh, a couple, you know, uh, a long time kind of trying different things. She's done jazz. She's done covers. Um, so yeah, I I I enjoy this. Like if this came up on a playlist, I would I would be really intrigued and 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 want to hear it again. So, Macy Gray. Let's go, Macy. What do you think, Joe? I think, yeah, I mean, in keeping with, you know, having the Megan Trainer co-write, like, it's very, and what you were saying with the lyrics, like, it's very cute um, in a way that, you know, I'm I'm charmed by. I, like, you know, it's kind of got that, like, more, like, throwback, like, R&B, like, vaguely doo-wop, like, more of a, like, 60s uh, flavor. But, it you know, Macy keeps it from being a little too light. Um, I think it's a, a, a fun track. I liked it. Um, this has nothing to do with anything, but I just want to remind everyone that Macy Gray has a cameo in the first Spider-Man movie. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. The Green Square. Goblin yeah. kind of ruins her concert, though. So 
That was that was like three Spider-Mans ago, I think, or maybe more two than Spider- that. More than that. Spider-Man yeah. ago. Oh yeah, Spider-Men themselves. Spider-Men yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this, is like the Tobey Maguire, the it's very the, first one, the yeah. very first Tobey Maguire. Oh, I have to go Netflix that now. Yeah, she's uh, she's singing in Times Square, and then the Green Goblin comes in with his pumpkin bombs. I know, wow. not the sugar daddy she was looking for. Very yeah. <laughs> um, it's a metaphor, yeah. And you know, I mean, missed opportunity to not sample, uh, you know, Shangela talking about sugar daddies and RuPaul's Drag Race. That iconic quote, but uh, nevertheless, good song. There's still a chance for a remix. That's so true. There's the there's there the go. remix. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's listen to it. So Macy Gray's song is called "Sugar Daddy," and here it is. All right, that was New Macy Gray, not something we say on every episode of Must Your Music Podcast. So thank you for the left field choice. I was going to say, that's what Trevor brings to the that's show, you know? That's what Trevor's bringing to the show. Uh, I guess, Jason, let's let's start with uh, Chainsmokers featuring, featuring Emily Warren. Yeah. Uh, side effects. So this so, is the big surprise uh, of my day is that um, the, the new Chainsmokers single with Emily Warren. So Emily Warren, um, frequent collaborator of the Chainsmokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't she write Don't Let Me Down? Or yeah, uh, I believe I so. so. Yeah, she's she's best known as a songwriter. She's obviously also a, a, a vocalist, but um, she wrote uh, co-wrote New Rules for Dua Lipa. She's written stuff for Fifth Harmony. Wasn't she on the, uh, that Nash song? That like snuck in top ten for a second. What, Hey, like, uh, hey You, I Love yeah. You? I don't, I, I'm not sure, but I don't know. Yeah. Check it out. I I believe you. I, she has a lot of songwriting credits, but um, yeah. So this more than anything, this is definitely a change up for the Chainsmokers. I you, they've kind of developed this little bit of a downbeat electronic sound. Um, uh, obviously, closer is is the most uh, the most symbolic of that, and they've kind of gone from there after that was a huge hit. But this is this is like a totally like very like brightly colored almost like european pop feel on this song um and i really like it obviously like if uh if someone played me this song without letting me know who it was by i would be like oh this is right up my alley but more than anything i'm really surprised that the chain smokers kind of veered into this uh it, it really sounds like kind of like it like some of my like favorite norwegian pop stars <laughs> and emily warren is just kind of and obviously emily warren is is um, still finding her voice as as a singer songwriter or as a singer at least she's kind of crafting uh, her identity a little bit but I think this is a great step in the right direction and um, yeah I was pleasantly surprised by this what did, what did you guys think of this one do you want to weigh in Trip oh it First of all, I've never had to process music opinions so quickly I know this yeah, is so, we're, this, is, yeah. <laughs> this, this is like do, amazing no. um. Yeah, I, it kind of reminded me, um, and I may be completely wrong, but I guess they had a song with Phoebe Ryan a couple years ago yeah. after that was kind of, I think that was in the post-closer era, like the, sort of yeah. that first like shift away from sort of the sort of booming yeah, you know, it's sim- kind a of vibe. Yeah, it's a little bit similar to that. Um, and I, I mean, I know obviously Phoebe and Emily kind of in this, uh, yeah. kind of in the same vein. Maybe that's a little too generous, but um, certainly not the... The, the the powerhouse vocalist I guess the like Halsey or maybe even Daya kind of is, um I do agree that 
yeah, I mean, the Chainsmokers are obviously trying to find an interesting lane because dance has really turned in the past yeah. couple of years from from being, if you want to say, post ghetto, where it's like all you know, summertime bounce to something that's a little more um, interesting and in, in and just less uh, overt. Yeah, 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 complexity to it. I, I like the song. I mean, it, it didn't necessarily grab me. I guess and. In, in, I guess to your point, I saw that it was a Chainsmokers song, so I kind of was hoping because I am a fan of like the the sort of the bouquet EP and and yeah. uh, memories do not open. So I was wanting a little more of that. Yeah, it's definitely a left turn for them. So yeah, um, I mean, I think it's it's fine. I I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to grab onto it again. Um, okay. I mean, it's I, I don't, it's hard to say. I mean, I I didn't dislike it, but I can't uh, as non. As a non-Norwegian <laughs> pop, pop super expert, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it wasn't the catchiest thing to me, okay. and that's what I would expect out of them. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say so. It's uh, I'm just gonna keep making that sound. Um, no, wow, I like wow, it. Man, I like it okay. decently. Um, I I like that it's got kind of like this, like kind of immediate, like post disco dance flavor which is a like pretty european thing like like we've been saying yeah. um yeah i mean it's not like it definitely seems like a kind of a bid for more i guess respectability like it definitely. seems like since yeah closer they've, they've been kind of trying to play both sides like release things that might be hits but also things that kind of show a little more substance which um is a sort of career route that we've seen Calvin Harris do, although he started out in a totally different realm. But, but then, you know, eventually he went, like, real straightforward EDM and then with Funkwave tried to kind of do that stuff where, like, critics and, you know, so-called tastemakers are more respected. And similar to that, this has a real nice, thick, funky bass line. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not... It's incredible. It's good. Like, I feel like it's... Again, you know, this, like, just came out. It could grow on me. Yeah. Um, Emily Warren's voice sounds great. So, like, I think she, you know, I mean... You know, the, whether, like, a songwriter can make that jump into being, like, a pop star, or, like, there's so many different factors. But, like, I think it certainly seems like she has the voice for it. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. I, th- I think to that point about the Chase Mokers, like, it's, it's a song I think that if they continue to go in this direction, like, they'll improve on. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like kind of like a trial song to me. Like, yeah, let's try this this yeah. this out. I and, see that, yeah. And, and in a couple years, we may not think of it as, like, obviously one of their biggest hits or mm-hmm. whatever. But we may look back and say, okay, this is an important record in the Chainsmokers career because like a pivot it point. changed their yeah. yeah kind of like you know I knew you were trouble for Taylor or somebody where yeah. you know oh, it just not compare the well yeah, I mean I think so. no, but, no but I mean in yeah. the sense that like you know I mean if that record had flopped there, right. would, be, there would be no 1989 that's, that's they, true. they wouldn't have let her go that way so yeah. I think it's one of those things where you know well yeah. it, it could be a reorienting of the mm. Chainsmokers there they're changing packs yeah all right. Uh, I don't. Okay. Packs. Yeah, packs. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. We're not. Gonna, we're keeping that. No, that's yeah. Very, that's very Joe Core. I love so. that. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Chain smokers. The the menthol light version. Um. What does that even mean? I don't know. All right. So it's chain smokers featuring Emily Warren. Uh. Side effects. Uh, let's do let's do Blood Orange. So this is one of my picks. Okay. Uh, 
The song is called Charcoal Baby. Um, so I am a, a big Blood Orange fan. I love Dev Hines. Uh, the Blood Orange project is great. I mean, he's hop, skip, <laughs> hopped and skipped between a bunch of different bands and monikers, and I'm glad that he's uh, sticking with Blood Orange because uh, I think it's just like a perfect lane, and it's one of those things where like there are other people working in it, but there's honestly not, I feel like, that many people doing it as well as he does. Yeah. Um, and this new one, Charcoal Baby, uh, kind of has, you know, it's, it's all very 80s, but in the more uh, like alt-ethereal sense, uh, there's like these brittle, like kind of airy guitar tones, like the drums and the synths are real, like kind of like thick pounding 80s type things. Uh, it reminds me a bit of Scritti Politti, who's kind of an underappreciated uh, R&B pop hit maker from mm-hmm. the 80s. Uh, backup vocals are very like what, what Prince would have a women do uh, singing backup on his songs. Uh, so there, there's just a lot of elements that I like. Um, and all, all that being said, all that description, um, it does sound a lot like his other stuff. This isn't really a new lane for him, but. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I enjoy his lane, so I'm happy to I, That is literally exactly that is exactly my reaction to the song, which is it sounds exactly like a blood orange song. I don't mind that at all. And yeah. that's I that's kind of it and and it it I I I've always enjoyed what he's done. Um and I mean ever since uh Cupid Deluxe and I I, I do wish kind of side note, I wish he produced more. I love when yeah. he produces for other artists, but um, I guess no. I'm excited. That it seems like it's it's gonna be blood orange season soon. Like it's gonna get a little blood cooler. Season. Yeah, oh, gonna get a little that's cooler. So accurate. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> it's true. Gonna get a little bit cooler and it's good fall music. Good yeah. fall yeah, music. I can, I'm literally yeah. like envisioning like it's like a like Halloween kind of day. Like mm-hmm. it's like an overcast. Get that pumpkin sky, spice latte. Like, yeah, and right? just listening to that new blood orange. No, I I really enjoyed this and uh, I I I agree that it it doesn't really swerve into any new lanes for him, but that's fine. I def- I mean, I agree too. I definitely, I appreciated uh, the, the little fade out. I like, it seems like it was going to like, it kind of just like rides this like nice mm-hmm. groove for like the last two minutes. And then it kind of starts to fade out. And then you're like, Oh, like that was it's all, that's maybe about three minutes. And you're like, Oh, that was, that was kind of like brief. And then it like mm-hmm. revives for yeah. like that last 30 seconds. And you're like, Okay, like, you know, you get one. It's like your yeah. last bite of food. You're like, okay, I'm going to savor this one because I know this is like the <laughs> that, end of that it. That last sip of pumpkin spice latte. That's yeah, it. It's, it's the best. It's the best sip. <laughs> 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 
I mean, it's where all the sugar is. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, yeah, I'm now I'm actually less depressed about summer ending. I'm like, yeah, fall's great. I love I fall. love autumn. I love fall. Um, wow, this really got off topic. I, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, mean, that's all I have to say about it. So yeah, and he has a new album coming out. I forget when it's coming out. So I, I think in the fall should have looked I, that I up. Well, I don't. It's, I don't think it's, it's been announced. Right? I don't think it's been announced yet. But I think just generally, yeah, probably in the fall. So we'll see. All right, new song from Blood Orange. It's called Charcoal Baby, and here it is. All right. Uh, next up, let's do uh, Tyga. So we got wow. Tyga from fall a man back to summer. Yeah, yep, rewinding it back to summer. Uh, Tyga, who has the audacity to name a song <laughs> "Swish," but a year after Katy Perry gave us "Swish Swish," <laughs> I don't know how he's stepping on those True. toes. This is a real question. Do you think Tyga? Is aware or has oh. heard the song "Swish Swish" yeah. by Katy Perry? I would, was I would argue no. Hit. I would argue no. It was number one on the charts for two years. <laughs> it's still number one, actually. Yeah, wow, it's yeah. actually still number one. Swept the Grammys. <laughs> Somehow won the best album category. Everyone's so confused about that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So this is singular swish. Yeah, Tyga's singular swish. Uh, I mean, this is Trevor's pick, so I'm going to toss it to him. Uh, okay, you know, I like where Tyga is in 2018 in terms of these singles. Uh, Taste is obviously a huge hit right now. The song he has with Offset. Um, gonna say, gonna say, that's a top 10 on the Hot 100 coming up Ooh, soon. Yes. Not because yes. I'm going to manipulate the chart, but simply <laughs> you because. You heard it here first. I, He's manipulating the charts. Yeah. I've it's tried to manipulate here. the chart. Yeah. Uh, to get Tyga number one, but no. Oh, we got it. You know, happen. small steps, small <laughs> steps. Um, but I, I, I like, I like the vibe of just like, just like this, this beach house, like tropical lane that that a lot of these like R and B and rap acts have got into. Ty Dolla Sign, obviously, yep. one of the big ones. Um, even some of the the Jeremiah kind of sounds, because mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, the nice thing for me about that whole this whole sort of wave is. Obviously, there's like plenty of people doing like trap and like hard stuff, but you don't have to like that. That doesn't have to be what rap is. Like rap can be like fun. It can be bouncy. Yeah. Like I mean, I think the hook, even though it's just like the whisper of taste, is like there's something kind of like just I don't know, just fun about doing it. Even the word taste, just like mm-hmm. yeah, taste is like what a what an underutilized word. <laughs> yeah, it's like the sense that doesn't I mean, get any respect. Yeah, but this is true. Underused <laughs> in music. Yeah. So I feel like um, I mean, I like that that whole vibe from it. Um, because even with Kyoto, it was a little harder, like in terms of the sound and and a lot more minor and key and things like that, which I thought was uh, okay. But I think this this sort of beach wave is is definitely where he needs to be. Um, the success obviously proves that that might be the right kind of mm. direction, and. I have something that I wrote down that is in pencil, so it's kind of hard to read. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, back sorry, to the point about like being a little different. Like Even someone like Cardi, you know, you look mm-hmm. at when Bodak Yellow came out and like how just sort of like hard that was. Yeah. And people thought, okay, cool, right. But then she turns around and has like, I like it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yep. she can be fun, colorful, yeah. like use this sample. So I think for me, taste really is proving like for Tyga in particular, like you can, you can, you know, just play around with it it all works you don't have to be just one guy one thing right so what so so what about swish though 
Oh, what about Swish? Yeah. Um, oh, Swish in particular. Okay, sorry. Well, no, that's okay. I mean, I, so my thing is, I love taste. I'm really not sold on Swish. Okay, I will say that I do. I do think that Swish is a little diminutive of taste. Yeah. Like it. It may. It may stray a little too close. Um, to to the. It's kind of a repeat in in, in some ways. But I I do like taste, so I'm not mad at the repeat. Yeah. I think. Um, that's kind of the point I was I had with that song. True. When I heard it, I was like, you know, if this were the B side of Taste, I'm still down with it. I still think it's better than probably anything he put out in the past <laughs> three or four years. So that, I'm just glad about that. Yeah, I like the beat on Swish, but to me, it's just like there's it's interpolating David Banner, it's interpolating Juvenile. Like it to me, I, um, when somebody dropped this in in uh, in our hip chat room yesterday, I said that it kind of sounds like three songs like Frankenstein together um so and it I, sounds too forced or like too yeah just, no it, exactly sure it's just is. like you want to to me it's just like if you're interpolating just the David Banner part like cool but like then it gets into back that ass up and I, I don't know it's just like it's a little too much for me and I feel like his his one-liners just aren't quite like that's part of the appeal to taste to me is not only the beat is the beat great but like he's actually his flow is excellent on taste and he's he, like like um all of his one-liners are like on point and easily digestible these kind of like start and stop a little bit to me uh i don't know i didn't think the part Swish. like 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 i know obviously like i kind of like especially the part about back that ass up like it it like gives it a little bit to you but i don't think it like over relies on it like i guess in a way like I feel like with like nice for what or something, for example, like you know how how reliant it is on the Lauren Hill, like yeah. I feel like it it toes that line, and obviously like the intention is like you to realize what that song is and yeah. kind of finish it. But I mean, to me, it wasn't that heavy handed because it didn't really lean all the way in. Yeah, but I can see what you mean, Joe. Any any Tiger thoughts? Um. I mean, yeah, just to take it back to the start, you know, I, I loved Rack City when it came out, and uh, I cannot say I've I've been super into or have taken Tyga seriously since then. Oh, uh, that's okay. But yeah, no, but I mean, Taste was a, a surprise comeback for him. Um, Swish is, like, fine. You know, it's, I don't know, it's not it's super original. Yeah, it's similar oh, to it. Okay, Taste 2, uh, yeah. Taste 2, Monsters the of the Age of Ultron. Aftertaste. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, like the little like giddy up at the end. I mean, I think it's kind of taking that uh, like that bounce, like Big Frida-esque thing that Drake is kind of like thrust into the mainstream, which has been around for years, but now it's on hit songs. Um, I think that's cool. I mean, it's like good. It's fine. I, it's not, I'm, I'm not super sold on either way. I totally agree with you that like this is a good lane for him. I mean, I think it's hard to like enter the kind of like Kardashian Jenner realm when you're someone who doesn't have like an artistic cred of a Kanye West. Like when you enter that realm and all you have is like a couple hits to your name, like you yeah. sort of like respectability is like, I don't want to say sabotage forever, but maybe sabotage forever. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So for him to like do a more fun sound versus like try to sound hard, like totally makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, no disrespect to Kardashians or Jenners. I'm just saying, you know, it's like a, you know, it's like basically like the thing people know about him now is like his name in the tabloid. So, yeah. like, it makes sense that what he's doing is more fun than trying to, like, be so quote unquote legitimate or whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, it's fine. You know, it's do I want to listen to someone saying trying to get your P word wet over and over? Like, 
Not really. You'd rather listen to another one in the basket. I would rather listen to Katy Perry try (laughs) to get old coupon expired. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So tired. Um, All right, but yeah, so that's it. So Tyga, Swish. AKA Taste Part 2, here it is. If you act like you want it, I could put you on it. Too blessed to be stressed, sex in the morning. You can have my t shirt if you really want it. Trunk in the front, pop that, pop that, pop that, pop, pop, pop that. If I gave you my number, better hold that. And the party going dumb, whole squad max. And I just threw 20 in the strip. Hey, hey, Sizzy on my wrist. Vicious, vicious, Joe. That's Joe for you. Sorry, I'm so sorry, Tyga. Um, all right, next and last and not least, because that would be the previous song. Uh, Aww, just kidding. I'm come kidding. Come on, I'm poor Tyga. Um, new Maggie Rogers. Yeah. Uh, song's called Give a Little. And uh, Jason, this is yours. Yeah, so, so I picked this one. Um, people, in, people in the Billboard office, for those that don't know, are like really jazzed on Maggie Rogers. I feel like we talk about Maggie Rogers more than like We've most talked superstar about her on this podcast. Artists. But it was actually not like I feel like Lindsay was like shading her a bit. Wasn't really? She? Yeah. Well, that's why Lindsay's not on this episode. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't, but no. Um, I so obviously for those that don't know that aren't in the Billboard office constantly talking about Maggie Rogers. Um, she got famous because um, there was a video of her like showing off her song Alaska. For Pharrell Williams, he loved it, and it went viral, and the song was really good. He mm. cried. You know, who hasn't cried at Maggie Rogers, Alaska? She's had a couple songs since then that, that kind of uh, operate in the same vein, but um, this one is produced by Greg Kirsten of Adele and Sia and Pink fame, and um, it's really good. It's 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 really strong, and I, I feel like she's opening up her voice a little bit. I feel like she is kind of showing more to herself uh, than just, you know, um, you had this kind of alt pop vibe uh, set with her because of Alaska and the, and the follow up singles, but I, I think this one is a little bit more traditional, and I think that works for her. I um and you know I think that more than anything, like is this song as as strong as Alaska or as striking? I don't think I don't think so. I don't I don't think she would even admit that, or I think she would admit that. But I think that get getting her to a more well-rounded place as a as a singer-songwriter is ultimately to her benefit so yeah i enjoyed it yeah i would say i mean i really like alaska a lot the stuff that followed it i enjoyed maybe not quite as much um but yeah i mean the thing i think that's interesting about this for me uh about give a little is that it seems a little more commercially minded like yeah I don't think it's less interesting at all, but it just, it has a little, well, you know, Greg Kirsten worked on it. So there's yeah. a little more uh, production sheen. There's, it's a little more, more accessible. Like it's, you know, you listen to it one time and you kind of get it immediately. Right. Yeah. Um, has a little bit of that tropical bounce going on. Um, I'd, I'd be very curious to see if like she has like a shot on the charts. I mean, I guess we can turn to Trevor. You hey, know? Trevor. Like, <laughs> do, you, do you see something like this having, having a home on the Hot 100? Um, well, there's a hundred songs to pick from, so yeah. there's always there's always a chance, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I do agree that. Um, I mean, I, I'm not intimately familiar with her work, probably as much as you guys are, but I do. Yeah, there's a little more balance, a little more tempo to it. Um, I think it could probably find a home on top forty. I, I mm-hmm. think I think she's one of those people that that um, especially with like Alaska and people, you know, sort of in the obviously virally saw what she was doing. I think top 40s maybe been like waiting for a song they could like grab onto yeah and i think this definitely could be the one um i mean mm-hmm. obviously it's not you know inc- you know incredibly high tempo incredibly bouncy yeah. but i think it, it could crack that lane open and 
you know, even though, even overall pop music is a little more down than right. it has been in previous years. So I think this could be a big breakthrough for her. Obviously with Greg and, you know, maybe those connections behind the scenes that could help mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's also kind of nice, kind of to the point I think that Jason said, this was two minutes ago, I'm going to think Jason said <laughs> it, That's fine. that I always like that... Um, you know that even as a songwriter that you experiment with different lanes different yeah. tempos different types of sounds i mean even if it doesn't work i think that obviously is ultimately your benefit so uh i'm looking forward to this one and even as somebody who didn't necessarily know her work i liked the song when i heard on new music friday i was like i could i could bop to this just on my I own could bop mm-hmm. to this. yeah yeah i, I mean yeah i think bop is the operative word here <clears throat> the bpm you know we're not in banger territory no but no 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 um, I've seen her live and she's very good live too. So. I have yet, I have yet to. So it's very solid. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's good. I mean, you know, I think the the charts, not charts necessarily, but the radio is a little more open to uh, to kind of that slower groove late these days. Um, I don't know if that's a post Despacito thing or what, wow. but um, but yeah, it's good. I mean, I would I would love to hear it on the radio. I don't know if. I genuinely don't know if I, it'll happen, but like well and, we'll well, and I think also you know seasonally we're moving like again into that Pumpkin blood orange time. Fall. Yeah, yeah. So that's I true. think you don't you know you don't necessarily need to be the song of the summer that has all right. this this bounce yeah. to it. This could be like a fall winter kind of hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember a couple years ago very quickly. I remember when Shawn Mendes's Stitches hit in like September October, and I was like. Oh yeah, this is like the song of the fall. Like it was just like the perfect fall song. It was a good fall song. It's a good fall yeah. song. It's a breakup song. Anyway. Yeah. Well, mm. it all comes full circle because uh, Emily Warren wrote with Sean wow. on that album. I think. I think she wrote on the handwritten album. Yeah, I think Ooh. you're right. Anyways, all right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, Maggie Rogers' uh, song is called "Give a Little," and let's give a little listen. All right, that was new Maggie Rogers, uh, and that's all we got this week. Uh, thanks nice for tight thanks show. For I like this. Nice this tight is... show. Yeah. yeah, I like this. Um, Are they normally not this tight? There's some. No, there's usually some like explorations of you know uh, like side stories and whatnot. But yeah, it's usually ah, Jason okay. Lindsay's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Oh, I have to ask randomly yeah. as I was trying to like surf through the things that had come mm-hmm. out. Has anybody heard this new Fat Joe song? No. You no, know, I was just talking to someone about Fat Joe yesterday, but I've not heard this new song. It's a song with like it's him, it's Chris Brown, and uh, somebody else is on it. And the only thing that 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 I really care about the song was when I first heard it. It's somehow we need to like keep a scoreboard of songs that have not been like interpolated or reworked because. It like bases like the first melody off what's love got to do with it. Wow! Like the Tina Turner yeah, song. Love that song. Okay. Like, one of my classic yeah. hit, but it just it feels so like what in the world? How do you like who thinks let's take this Tina Turner record and like 
it's like the little like you know do 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 like that's cool that little intro part of it man i listen to that private dancer album so much it's like to this day it's a cosign that's a classic it's so good but i almost wanted to bring it up but i couldn't i couldn't use one of my picks but apparently maybe i should have switched out swish based on this table maybe i don't know yeah disagree with that i was just hoping somebody would have heard that because i i haven't heard it though no i should check it out all right that's a little post Post discussion yeah. wreck. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Have, has anyone been watching Pose at all? Or on I'm FX? Not. I'm yeah, not. it's really good. There was a very, very meaningful use of the Private Dancer song by Tina Turner in that. Um, cool, man. It's great. Anyways, all right. So heartily endorse Pose and heartily gonna go check out Fat Joe. Uh, okay. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. See you guys. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 